0: Real Talk. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Today I'm excited to have in the studio my good friend, Amani. Amani. Hey. Uh, welcome to Always
1: Real Talk. Thank you for having me. Oh no,
0: let me thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Let me tell you how, you know, one excited I am that you're here, mm-hmm. but more importantly, how excited I am about what you are still
1: After all these years, Kwame. After
0: all these years, you are still making it happen.
1: Pushing on, pushing on, pushing on.
0: I'll tell you, push that, push that, (laughs) what? Push that, push.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes.
0: You know, there are a lot of people that talk about being an entrepreneur. Mm. Mm. Right? And Mm -hmm. then some people just talk about
1: being an entrepreneur. Talk about being an entrepreneur. And
0: some people dream about
1: being an entrepreneur. And then some people actually live being an no. entrepreneur. And I'll take it from there and let you know that I live being an entrepreneur. Well, let me say this, I know that. Because we go how far back? We go a long, long way, way back. Way back, since and we let, were teenagers. Since you were
0: teenagers. And let me, let me just say, you've always been the trendsetter. You've always mm, thank been you. the energy. You thank always you. have you know, done things out of the box. Outside and let mind. me say, when you're you know, a grade school student, yes. most people aren't thinking about being an entrepreneur. Yes. Well they are now. Right. Well, I'm talking about back then. Back then. They wasn't thinking about Billy being mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, but she was taking that thing
1: back then. Yes. And people would say, What is she doing? Yes. And you was what? The stylist. Because it was unthought of it back was then. Unthought of. It was unthought of. It was we were taught to get a job, take care of home, be happy. But my happiness was different. My happiness came in being my own boss and figuring out how to become my own boss and making that happen. So a little, a little bit of background on me. I started my career in fashion. I went to school for media and fashion. So I infused communications with the fashion world, which then transpired for me into becoming a lifestylist. Now, we're talking about 25 plus 30 years of doing this business. But you and, know, but
0: that sounds like... I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna hold hold that point.
1: Right. Because that sounds so good. Yes, and it sounds so easy. And it sounds
0: so easy, but it's
1: not.
0: You, you, I remember you started off. You was a stylist, stylist, and you were, I guess, cutting
1: hair. Cutting hair. I mean, a barber it real? style. Real Let's keep talk? it real.
0: I mean, real talk. So you know, today mm-hmm. I can't go into a barber shop and see a woman cutting hair. Cutting hair. I mean, a, a traditional barber shop. You right. Know, you know, that's not what you. And how many years ago did you start
1: this? Fifteen, twenty. 15, Fifteen, twenty. Now years you'll ago. find more women today doing it, but when I started at Kwame, there was barely. No, I re- no, I, Do you, I, you remember? I, I, I get my haircut, so I know. I'm so you know modest. how hard it was to sit a man in my chair. Well, first of all,
0: real talk. Real talk. I'm just not. I knew you, so I knew you mm-hmm. could cut hair. Right. But I didn't find no you could cut hair. I don't know if I just walked in and be like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let you cut my hair. And not that, because, and not because you was a woman. First of all, I'm already picky about who cuts your hair anyway. Right. Right. So you know the old saying, if the person's sitting near the front door, yes. who's sitting in the back? They can't cut. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's real. And funny. I was in the middle. and So so, so I, I was in, in the middle. So depending on where you were sitting in the barbershop, depends on, like, I, if I first got to the barbershop, exactly. I don't know, right? Exactly. And then to be, so my, my point is that, You've overcome so much mm-hmm. as just a minority cutting hair, mm-hmm. a woman cutting hair.
1: Mm-hmm. Female in the business.
0: A female in the business. And a
1: male dominating
0: and you know, business. And it's always interesting because women are smarter than men, but I mean, I guarantee you they just thought you, they were the best thing since sliced bread when you walked in there. Exactly,
1: and guess what else? Who's women that? know how to make men feel. So when you're omitting and overlooking a woman who knows exactly how to make you feel, knows exactly how you should look, for me, it was head to toe, though. Mm -hmm. So it came fashion, personal grooming. I wanted to raid your closet. I wanted to come in and make sure you were okay okay for the upcoming event. But when I got into basic barbering, for me, I looked at how people were cutting their hair at the time, and it was nothing what I thought it should be. To me, a haircut for a man should have been a hair shampoo, shampooing your hair, cutting your hair, mini facial, and a hair massage. That's a haircut for me. Hmm. Which turns into That's an, a experience. Exactly. That is an experience. Exactly. And some people can't appreciate that, but there are many men that do. And when I first started cutting, I wasn't that good. Okay. I mean, you well, know, well, you know, you know you I wasn't that good, mean, but I had the eye, but Kwame, I had the eye, so it I, was absolutely. a matter of time before I got good, and when I did get good, I went from sitting, does anybody need any help, I'm sitting in my chair, oh, look nice, but no, to next thing I know, I walked in the door and I had seven people waiting for me wow. at 8 o'clock in the morning.
0: Well, you know, I tell you what, hold that thought, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of those Early experiences, some of those challenges mm. that you've ex- that you experienced early on. Every mm-hmm. entrepreneur experiences a challenge. Absolutely. And we're gonna talk about some of those ex- challenges, but more importantly, how you overcome them, how you overcame them, and you're still That's hit. The key. See, I know the difference. Overcome, overcame. That's the right? key. Okay, make sure I got that mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. We're here with Imani, and we're just talking about the experience of a woman cutting hair 25, 30 years ago, and we, I want you to hold that thought because I really think that people need to understand some of those early experiences that you had that, you know, made you, when you, you know, you finish at night and you wrap up your, Clippers, mm-hmm. or you leave them there because you, you go back you, and you're, you're cutting leave, the next you, you day.
1: Leave them there. It's your home-based barbershop. You know,
0: since I cut hair, I just remember wrapping up and going and go home.
1: All. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you wrap up and you leave there. And yes. And it had to be times you just wanted to quit. Situations that just made you say, "Is this what I should really be doing?" Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the challenges that you experienced and how you over, how did you overcome
1: them? One of the challenges was not earning an income.
0: Well, that's a, so, And, so that and be, that's, that's a bit, and that's, that's, that's a big,
1: that, that's, real talk. that's a real talk. So you have to figure out how time. you are going after your dreams, your goals, and surviving at the same time. Mm. Which is where fashion came in. Because I was a stylist before I became a barber. So I leaned on my fashion expertise, which kept me afloat, while I learned the barbering industry. Because mm. it was something that I was very much interested in. I knew how I wanted a man to look, and half of the time I'm looking at a man, and he's thinking, "Oh, she's checking me out." No, I'm looking at how your hair should be cut, (laughs) the type of shoes you should wear. Is that what it is? That's what it is. But you're thinking I'm down your throat, but you want me. (laughs) No, I want to change you. I want to bring out the inner you, the new you, the rejuvenated, revived, refreshed you. And I dug my foot in that industry, and marked myself as becoming that barber that did everything. It was more than just a haircut, Kwame. It's not just a haircut. Mm -hmm. It's more than just a haircut. It goes with your lifestyle.
0: But I knew there had to be moments or times. I've been in barbershops, and, you know, barbershop talk is barbershop
1: talk. Oh, it's real talk. I mean, you talk about you real, real talk, that's real talk. in the barbershop. Yes. I mean,
0: we're going to go in the barbershop. And they're going to talk about you. We're going to go to our barbershop. We're going to have some filming just in the barbershop because people just need to understand. You have it. to sit
1: down and talk. It's almost it's like. It's the community. It's, wh- it's where the community it's, comes. It's where it
0: is. You know, my son says, Dad, can you cut my hair? No, no, you need to go to the barbershop. Shop. I can cut his hair. Mm-hmm. But he needs to have, every male needs to have that barbershop experience. Experience. But, Tell me about your see you on the other side,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. you're a woman on the other side that's better than the man cutting next to you. So let me tell but you. Tell me, tell me about one of the experiences that made you say I want to I want to give up, but you didn't.
1: I only had five years in the business, so when I became a barber, Kwame, I knew that I wanted to take my barbering career to the next level, mm-hmm. which was to offer an environment where men came and felt at home and got all of the glamming and grooming services that women did. It was unheard of back then. People were saying a manicure, a hand massage, a facial. But if you talk to another man who indulged in that lifestyle, mm-hmm. it was very familiar with him. So I went in an area where it wasn't familiar to the man and exposed them to what it's really like to have a proper, as I say, haircut. Okay. You can't cut hair on dirty hair. Comes out better when it's clean. You have to shampoo the hair. It's not wash. You wash clothes. You shampoo hair. But
0: isn't it a little different? You know, this is real tall, right? Mm-hmm, different so way. It's a little different, like when you get your first get your hair cut. Or you wash your hair. Shampoo it, your if, hair. if it doesn't dry properly, you just can't. Then you cut it. Then uh, some And people, then you
1: end sticking out. And, 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 then, and then you, you come go back
0: home. home. I mean, because what was the part? first thing you used to do when you got
1: out of the chair? You went home and you shampooed your hair. Yeah. Isn't that the first thing you that's did when you... Got, that's the first why thing. Why would you doing. leave a barbershop and go home and shampoo your hair when you can get all those services done in the barbershop? Because
0: that's what the barbershop... That's what the man at the barbershop told me because he didn't know as much as the woman know that edu- actually can educate me better. So until that's, I came along. Until you
1: came along. Until I came along. <laughs> <laughs> and actually showed you a different yeah. experience yeah. and a different way of life. And that was indulging in you.
0: Now, did you ever run into a situation where... That you, that you, <laughs> I know the answer is the yes, but you know, I gotta, you know, do this because this is what I have to do, mm-hmm. right? Did you ever run into, well, tell me about the experience? Was I tried? The, tell me was
1: about, I tried? Come on, was I tried you know in the barbershop? That's what barber I you telling me about the I was thing. tried in You're the told barbershop. Tell me about getting a
0: haircut and and We, we, we want to know about those experiences in a barbershop as a female barber with a whole bunch of men walking in the barber looking at you all crazy good ways, and bad ways, no way. and no ways, and, mm-hmm. you, know, you, know, and you, over, you overcame that. We have young women, we have women in Washington that want to cut hair, or they're going through some other experience, experience. Mm-hmm. and what you bring to the table can help them overcome that today.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what one, you that? have to be comfortable around the people you work with and your clients. If you're not com- comfortable in this industry or environment, it's not going to work for you. We talked earlier about being a fit, and and places being a fit, and people being a fit for you, and things being a fit. If you if you can't, it's called tough skin to be in a barbershop to That's be around here.
0: What well, tell me about this? All men.
1: I was As raised we- around men my whole life, mm-hmm. so it was a normal environment for me to go into a barbershop and become a barber. I, but, but, and and, but, and but, mind but, you, but, me but, I became a barber on a bet.
0: Yeah, but when we come back, we're going to talk about that bet. We're going to talk about some of the experiences that took place that made you feel uncomfortable and how you overcame those experiences. Oh, i we'll got be, a great story to well, tell. Well, we're going to be right back. Always <laughs> Real Talk. Welcome back. We're here with Amani, and we're talking about not only entrepreneurship, now we're not talking about Perseverance. We're talking about strong, intelligent lifestyle. Fun. Mm-hmm. Get your hair washed after you get it shampooed. Cut. Okay, shampooed. shampooed. I can't say wash.
1: No, because you wash clothes and you shampoo hair.
0: Okay, shampoo your
1: hair. That's right. Okay, it's you, terminology. Do, you do that it two times or do it one time? Twice. Times? Okay, twice. twice. How many times you rinse it? You open twice three times because then you have the conditioner in it so you have to risk the conditioner See, out. I'm See, it's, it's uh, steps to this. It's levels and it's steps to this. Well, you need to know the steps of the terminology. I just know. rinse,
0: rich, rich, rinse, wash. rich, rich. Right. that's it. For the expert to know it. That's Not for that's you to know it.
1: That's why you come and sit in our chair.
0: But no, real talk, you're in there. Yes. Female entrepreneur. Yes. Male driven industry. Dominated. For Ta- now. For now. For now. Things changed. Was then back then. And Things have changed. Over 20 years mm. in the business,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, yeah. how did you do it? What is, that, what is that one thing that you just said, man, I had to, I had to fight my way through that mm-hmm. to be here today to still talk about not just the fact of cutting hair, yes. but more importantly, creating a lifestyle
1: brand? A goal. A goal. Your, like your, your goal in life will take you where you want to go and part of what I know I knew that I wanted to do was I wanted to know all facets I, I, I worked my way through college doing ladies hair I became a fashion stylist early. You probably don't know this about me, but at seven I was raiding my mother's closet, my grandmother's closet, my aunt's closet. I was calling my girlfriends over, come over here and be my model, my mannequin. And I was dressing them. I was doing the hair, I was telling you what to put on your fingernail polish down to your shoes. So it went head to toe for me. And then as I, I grew and realized what I wanted under my belt and what I wanted to know how to do, that encompassed the man because I had already styled men and ladies. Then I was doing ladies' hair. Why not know how to cut a man's hair? Mm -hmm. So being a woman in an industry where it's male-dominated, where men won't sit in your chair, but they'll sit in your chair and talk to you. They'll let Mm -hmm. you massage their scalp, but they won't let you put a clipper to their scalp Mm -hmm. until they look and see your work. But you get challenged. So along the way, I was challenged had a whole lot of challenges. You know, I had to work through the, the humor, uh, the skepticism of what women can actually do. And to give you a funny story, I had a young man sit in my chair one day. Came in the barbershop shop and he was live and in full effect, as we say, live. Oh, you got this young tenderoni in the <laughs> shop the cutting. That's a so you, you, but you got it. But he was loud about it, Kwame. He was. He loud. was. He, was, he wanted everybody to know. Okay. I did. I, I need her to work on me. I need all eyes focused on me. So I said, okay. Well, have a seat in my chair. Now the barbers know me, mm-hmm. okay? Because the barbers are my brothers, so they all know brothers from the other mothers. They no, all know. me.
2: Okay
1: running his mouth, running his mouth, running his mouth. So I let him talk. I cut his hair. Wouldn't stay quiet in my chair. So when I got to his face, now what is the one thing that a man loves? His beard, his mustache, and his goatee. Mm -hmm. May not have a beard, but he keeps a mustache. Mm -hmm. May not have a goatee, but he keeps a mustache. Mm -hmm. But he kept... got a fiance but you want me to put a salon in your basement because I was saying oh, you do construction I'm taking my shop home I need personal space you know maybe I'll hire you to do some work for me blah blah women with men you don't have the right man you need a man that can do construction baby girl no I need a man that's quiet Yeah, that's the barbershop and this is that's the barbershop that's real talk talk. but you can't tell me what I need Mm -hmm. I know what I need Mm -hmm. so he was talking and he was entertaining the barbershop because they entertain in the barbershop he brings laughter and I said, so what would you like me to do with this? And I just went like this. Mm-hmm. That always means your face. Cut it off, baby girl. Just cut it off. No man ever wants you to cut his mustache. OK? <laughs> My experience. No man just, you know. Today they do, but back then, right, right. men were wearing their mustaches. Right. The first thing I went to was his mustache. When I cut half of that mustache off, wait a minute. I did- When I say it was silence, the rest of his visit and all, you know, Barbara's talk talk through the mirror. But we're talking through our eyes. Uh So we're talking through the mirror and they're looking at me saying, when is Monty going to check him? We're just waiting for her. Like, what is she going to do? I cut that mustache off. That silenced him. So one of the ways that I learned how to overcome some of the things that men put me through was letting them know that I had control of the Clippers.
0: Oh, that's that's the right that's so
1: that's when a good way. when you have control over the Clippers, mm-hmm. they tend to sit still and sit quiet and wait till their experience and their service is over.
0: Well let me tell you, you've overcome so much to be where you are today. And you know, we had Mr. Marvelous here earlier mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. let me tell you. Oh, we're talking about trending and we talk <laughs> about lifestyles. We come back, we're gonna talk about the lifestyle event.
1: Yes. Thank Which you was for phenomenal. Thank
0: you for inviting me. It was great. Thank it you was for wonderful. coming. It had a great time. Yes. I, saw, I wore some things that you know, uh, it was a little shaky for me, but I but put them on. But put them and on. And I became comfortable in some of the items that you
1: that you <laughs> that you that 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 you tried on. because we on. tried the the, the, the <laughs> new you, the inner the, the, you. We wanted to do the something fit. different. The fit. Yeah. Thank you for introducing me
0: to Mr. Marvelous. Absolutely. He was in the studio earlier. I mean, we had a great time. That's Matter all. of fact, let's show our viewers. Let's play the clip. Of Mr. Marvelous in the studio at Always Real Talk. Welcome back to Always Real Talk, lifestyle segment. We're still here with Mr. Marvelous. Let me tell you, Mr. Marvelous, let me just thank you also again for being back. And how did you get started? You know, what are some of the things that really made you have a love for
2: what you do today? Well, you know, The funny thing is I've always had a love for design. Growing up, I always wanted to be an architect. But never did I realize I would be an an architect of the fashion world. Mm. Um, I went to school. I got a degree in mechanical engineering. I did that for about three years. Never feel completely fulfilled in that field. So one day I was on my face in the middle of my living room figuring out what was I put here to do and and, and what was I meant to do. Um, Not knowing that within the next couple of months, I would be thrown into a company such as Nordstrom, which is a fashion pioneer who could actually catapult my dreams and what I actually had brewing down inside of me. Wow, so how long
0: have you been at this thing? This this serious expertise that you carry, helping people all over the world understand fashion and fashion trends. How long have you been doing this? Professionally, I'll say about five years. And. You know, most of us, we do a lot of stuff unprofessionally, right. which is still professionally, in my mm-hmm. opinion. How long have you been doing it for? Well,
2: in that case, forever.
0: Forever. I, that's what right. I'm talking about. Now, a lot of people don't know that you are awesome events planner. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got the fashion, you got the styles, you got the events planners. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me about your event planning.
2: So basically, I have this event, you know, that I'm, I'm cultivating right now. It's called the Men's Lifestyle Trend Event. Oh, so look, basically, let's back up, what is it called again? That one day, I, want, I want them to hear it with this. Let's episode. slow it down. Right. Men's lifestyle trend event.
0: This was an awesome event. I was I was I participated. As you can see, here's some of the the fine wear that you picked out that I didn't think at first, but then when I put it on, it fit well. I got so many compliments in it. Mm-hmm. You know the hanging belt. Uh, you know I didn't know about the hanging mm-hmm. belt, but I got the hanging belt. It's a trend. Uh, Tell us about that event. You touched so many people. It was a phenomenal event. People were there, facials, and and people were getting their hands rubbed, and there was a band playing, and people were buying merchandise. Tell us about that event and why that event, why you wanted to bring those type of events here to this area.
2: Well, the thing is, there's a lack in the men's division. Women have so many outlets and so many different things that show them what's trending and what's hot in the women's world. So I wanted to actually bring that to the men's world and give them a taste of what they can actually tap into themselves. So basically what this event is based around is our made to measure event where you can come in and get custom suiting at premium quality but at a reduced price during the month of March. Uh So basically when you come in that Saturday you can get to experience different things like a facial from Jack Black, live music to induce you know your your senses and what's going on mm-hmm. and actually get you know a visual of different trends and what's happening in the fashion world for men.
0: Now also I don't smoke cigars, but I was saw this little section and you had people doing hand-rolled made cigars right, cigars. Cigars. Local right, right on the spot. That was that was awesome. That was seemed to be a, a good highlight. The, the dressing room was a highlight too. A lot of people were going in and out right. really looking at things that, we, that you were picking out. And you had a good taste for a lot of different people that was there, which I thought was very unique, right? Some people have their style, mm-hmm. and they try to put their style on everyone. Right. And it seemed like you really looked at the personalities, you really looked at who they were, and then you created a style that was very specific for them. So mm-hmm. let me tell you, hats off, hats off to that. And how does one get in contact with you as it relates to whether it's your event planning, whether it's being a personal stylist for men, mm-hmm. what, what is, how do they contact
2: you? Well, the key source, Location that you can probably find me is on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Mm. IG. 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 wish your, your handle? We got to get that handle, baby. It's at His Marvelous Life. His, marve-
0: His Marvelous Life. IG, His Marvelous Life. My good friend, he's in the studio. Always Real Talk with Mr. Marvelous. We'll be right back.
2: What's up? It's your boy, Marvelous, on IG at His Marvelous Life. And if it's always Real Talk, you know it's going to be real
0: welcome back to always real talk we're here talking about that phenomenal event that you had oh my goodness people were rolling i'm not a smoker but people are rolling cigars people (laughs) were massaging my toes they were massaging my ears and my nose and then they slid me over. They said, oh, don't worry about it. We can fit you with all this. Then they told me about some lifestyle. They had me on suede coats and mm-hmm. ripped jeans and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But it was comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was your fit. And
0: it was perfect for me. You, now, not only that, the music was great.
1: Yes. We'll yes let us do this event,
0: and I know that's what you do, and I know you mm-hmm. do it well, and I want to say that was a phenomenal event.
1: And I was glad to be a part of it. It's my second time being a part of the men's lifestyle trend event that's in Pentagon City, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I was asked by Marvelous. Marvelous was here with you. Marvelous invited Mr. me Marvelous. to be a part. And to piggyback on what we talked about, I infused my exfoliating hand massages in that event. So remember when one. I told you I when know. I was—I didn't, didn't don't one know one. how you skipped. That's because we were so busy in the dressing room. I mean, so we—we you know, we, we were me that I can now
0: wear sweats would would loafers with loafers I was I your mean, jogger I,
1: pants the jogger pants mm-hmm. you know your tailored sport look my tailor. remember that's sport, your tailored sport, sport look i got the hoodie with the jacket <laughs> i said okay i said okay I, you know
0: i'm stepping out of my element because it was my what fit
1: fit it was and and that event for me was a fit because it was, it was talking about lifestyle which is what i do i'm a lifestylist. I create a personal experience for each and every one of my clients, so that was a perfect fit for me to be in the middle of the floor doing exfoliating hand massages, which is just one of the things I did. But then I took you to the back, and I'm not gonna say made you over because you don't need a makeover. Oh
0: no, you made me over. But I showed you uh, different. I but I
1: showed you different looks. Well, it was a whole so, bunch of
0: looks. You're like, okay, hey, you, 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 you're really good, but let me show you a little bit of something I have, and I'm walking this room. let outside the and box. It was like the store. It was like the other part of the store. The whole men's section was sitting there waiting for me to try Wait for you to try. on.
1: And then we have a ball?
0: <laughs> and we had a ball. We, then we had a, we had we a had great a ball. time. Yes. Got some great items. Yes. Really appreciated. You know, it's always good to see you.
1: It's always good to be here. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you
0: for sharing your story. I can't
1: wait to come back. Ordinary people doing Extra
0: Ordinary. People.